I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. How's it going? Welcome back to the 10X is easier than 2X YouTube series. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of multiple books. And in this video, I'm going to talk about attention. The three pillars of a 10X psychology from my standpoint are your identity, your time, which is really all about the quality and depth of your attention, and then leadership. Leadership is all about trust, transformation, and teamwork. And I'm going to focus in on this one right now. I'm going to, and for the next several videos, we're going to talk about attention. Now, Dr. Alan Bernard is one of the top researchers on a subject called constraint theory, which is really a decision-making theory. Basically, constraint theory is all about how in every situation or system, including every individual, there's a core goal. And that core goal identifies what would be called the core bottleneck. The bottleneck is the thing that needs to be solved or taken care of in order for the goal to be achieved. Now, using the language of 10x is easier than 2x, the core bottleneck is always going to be the 20%. And this is something that Dr. Alan Bernard talks a lot about when it comes to organizations and businesses, is that most organizations, the all of their resources, or at least most of their resources, are going in a, in a, into so many things and it's not focused on the bottleneck. The bottleneck is the key 20% that if you solve, the goal will be achieved. From an 80-20 perspective, the goal is going to shape the bottleneck and the bottleneck is the 20%. And in order to solve the bottleneck, you've got to you got to ultimately make the bottleneck 10 times better and you've got to remove your resources, which would be your team, your money, and primarily your attention. You got to remove that attention and those resources away from the 80%, which is a distraction. None of that 80% is ultimately going to help you get to the goal. Only solving the bottleneck will help you get to the goal and you solve the bottleneck by reallocating the resources, whether that's your team, your your own attention to the bottleneck and then solving the bottleneck, which means you make the bottleneck 10 times higher quality and you've got to let go of the 80%. This is the whole idea. And one of the things that Dr. Alan Bernard talks about is, is that the, the greatest bottleneck of all of life and all of humanity is human attention. Human attention is a finite resource and it's extremely finite. I would argue it's even more finite than time because you might have 10 minutes but your attention might not be there. You might Your attention might be scattered throughout. And really, your attention's not here now. It's not deep. The quality of your attention, the depth of your attention is going to determine the quality of your time. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you a few models on attention. But I want to show my screen here again and just say, this is the key model of 10x versus 2x psychology. It's in chapter one of 10x is easier than 2x. Just to give a quick overview. 2x is the opposite of 10x. 2x means you're linearly operating from the past and you're essentially doing more of what you've already been doing just a little bit better. Whereas 10x is where you have a seemingly impossible future. You've you've elevated the future 10x. And because that future is so big and powerful and seemingly, you know, it's imagined. Albert Einstein said imagination is more important than knowledge. Because the goal is so much bigger, it has a much simpler process. Main point here is, is that you, when you're going for 10x, you're letting the future drive the present rather than the past to drive the present. And that's what makes it exponential, by the way. First off, it's much higher, but also you're letting the future drive the present, drive your decisions in the present, drive what you do in the present. I obviously wrote a book called Be Your Future Self Now, new book that just came out by Dr. Hal Hirschfield called Your Future Self, which is beautiful. A lot of the research on connecting with your future self 
And and I, what I would say is, is identifying as your future self, getting to a place of knowing your future self and then operating in the present as your future self and letting the f- future that you want determine your strategy and your decision making in the present. The bigger the future, the better the decisions. The bigger the vision, the better the decisions. Main point here is, is that with a 10x future, the bottleneck is going to be the 20%. And that to go 10x, you can only keep the best 20% or the most relevant 20% of your life. And you're going to have to let go of 80%. The 80% is the weeds, it's distractions, it's habits, it's addictions. It may even though be some of the best things that got you here. As an example, and I've shared this story, from 2015 to 2018, I was a, one of the top bloggers in the world. Uh, my blogs were read over 100 million times and I did go 10X and it was all toward an aim, which was to become a professional author. And I ultimately let that go. If you study even James Clear, James Clear wrote Atomic Habits, but he spent like five or more years blogging And he grew a massive email list. But once he got to the point of writing Atomic Habits, he stopped blogging very much. His 20% shifted to writing Atomic Habits for three years. So that became his 20% and he had to let go of his 80%. Part of that 80% was some of the tasks that he was focused on, which was blogging and stuff like that. But also a lot of the logistical tasks, which he had to ultimately pass off to a who. And actually, I even share his story because it's such a phenomenal example of 10x thinking. You know, he hired a full-time assistant to pretty much take over all the logistical aspects of his company so that he could go deep into writing that book for three years. When you think about attention, it's about focusing on the right things, but it's also about the depth of focus and also the return on attention that you get. So this is one of the things that Dr. Alan Bernard talks about. He talks about the quality of attention, the depth of attention, but also the return on attention. You don't always get the same return on your attention. We talk a lot in finances about return on an investment. But really the greatest return you get is the return you put on your attention. Whatever you focus on, you expand. And if you're caught in the 80%, you may be busy, but not productive. And this is how I think a lot of people's lives are spent. Whatever you're putting your attention on, are you getting a good return on that or not? And the return in large part is who you become and how much you transform as people. And if you study learning, learning has a lot to do with attention and a lot to do with focus and about how deeply you're focused. So for example, you, listening to this video or watching it or whatever, the amount you're going to personally get out of it is going to be based on the quality of attention you're placing on it and how deep you're thinking about it, how deep you're focusing on it. Learning is based on attention and the depth, the quality of that focus. When it comes to return on attention, if you're focused on the 20%, which is the bottleneck, which is the few things that have the highest upside towards your future self, if you're focused on the right things, which is less but better, and if you're going deep in that attention, meaning you're deeply in flow and focused, then in a week or in a month, you can actually progress and achieve and transform more than the average person may transform in a year because first off, their attention is scattered. It's no secret that we live in a world of distraction. We live in a world of shallow, scattered attention and a lot of distractions. I actually love the book Deep Work by Cal Newport on the subject where he talks about how in this world of massive distraction, uh, focus is the IQ of the 20th, 21st century. Focus is the IQ. Your ability to focus and do deep work in an environment that is literally designed to distract you and web you and hook you at every And so unless you're doing deep work focused on an intense purpose towards your future self, and if you're not weeding out the distractions and designing your life, I actually wrote a whole book on the subject called Willpower Doesn't Work. It's not willpower that's going to help you. It's ultimately designing and freeing your attention from those distractions. I'm going to share a couple uh, PowerPoint slides on attention and just help you think this through. But the main thing here is is if you want to go 10x, your attention has to be on far less but better. You're going to have to let go of the 80% of things right now that are taking up your attention, that are sapping your cognitive load. It's like having a thousand tabs open on your computer. (laughs) That's sucking the energy. Let it all go. 
and free yourself from it. And one of the greatest progressions you can make as a person is when you no longer have to think about something, either because you've fully delegated it or because you've just eliminated it entirely so that now you don't have to do it. I'll just give you one other quick model um, before I go deep on this. And it's going to be relevant to the slides I show, which is the great book called Catching the Big Fish. Catching the Big Fish really informed my thinking when I wrote 10x is easier than 2x and when I was thinking about depth and quality of attention. So in that book, it's all about consciousness and meditation and creativity. But I believe the name is Peter Lynch who wrote it. He talks about how your consciousness, which from my standpoint has a lot to do with your attention, is a lot like the ocean. And if you're up at the surface is all you can see is small fish. And the only way to actually experience the massive transformations is to go really, really deep. And that's where you're going to start seeing bigger fish. And when it comes to going 10x, it really is about quality, not quantity. If you study someone like Steve Jobs, right? When he came back to Apple, Apple was a mess because they had like 30 products. They were going for small fish. They were going for quantity, not quality. They're also complex. And everything that Steve Jobs talks about is simplify. So you simplify, you focus on a few things, and then you 10x the quality of the simple. That's where innovation comes. And so he eliminated all the products except for like three or four. And then they went deep into quality and 10x the quality. When it comes to your attention, you really want to be focusing on just a few things and go really, really deep and focus on 10xing the quality of what you do. So to go 10x, you eliminate the 80% and you 10x the quality and depth of the 20% that is most relevant for whatever 10x jump you're striving to make. So let me just go into some, some concepts on attention. So your attention is whatever you see. And there's a few angles on this. You see what matters to you. You also see the world through the lens of your identity. And so this is why getting connected to your future self is going to matter. But there's a great quote. And I don't think it was originally from Stephen Covey, but he ultimately riffed on it. And he said that we don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. And so you see the world through the lens of your identity and your identity has a lot to do with your goals. And it also has a lot to do with ultimately what you're looking for. And so there's a great quote, and uh, this is a poem that I heard, I think, or like a parable from that I heard from Joe Polish, but he basically said that people are too busy looking for the bronze coins that they miss the gold coins all around them. Main point here is, is that in psychology, there's a concept called selective attention. Dan Sullivan actually has a great quote on this. He says, your eyes can only see and your ears can only hear what your brain is looking for. So when you make the goal 10 times bigger, that becomes the filter. And your filter is essentially your, your perceptual lens. You see the world through the lens of, of your identity. And the more you identify with your 10x future self, the more you'll see through that. And the more you'll be looking for the very pathways and processes that will get you there. That's selective attention. Selective attention is you see what you're looking for. You see what you care about. You see what's relevant to you. I talk about my own kids. My own kids love Teslas. And so they see Teslas on the road. But you see whatever you're looking for. And you can even look at your news feeds. Whatever hits your attention, that's because it has some relevance to you. And you want to ultimately design your selective attention based on your 10x future self and make your future self the, the filter so that you see what will help you get there. So selective attention, ultimately, the goal is, is that you focus on less but better and you go much deeper and in the next training, I'll, I'll talk to you all about flow because it's not only about where you focus and how deep you focus, but it's also about going into flow and being deep into flow on that, which is ultimately going to take your attention to a much higher level. But for now, I just want you to think about attention and about selectively attending to your 20%. And what happens when, you, when people have surface level attention? Surface level attention means that time goes very fast, by the way. If you have surface level attention, meaning you're scraping the surface of the 80%, that means that your attention is on a huge quantity of things, but it, none of it's really quality attention. And if it's not quality attention, then you're not getting a massive return on attention. And so when you strip away that 80%, the greatest benefit is that you no longer have to think about it anymore and that you can take your attention really deep and focus on quality attention, meaning you actually are solving deep problems. You're doing deep work, which ultimately is going to lead to massive returns on your attention. You will transform, but you'll also create assets 
innovations and, and wealth, honestly, and we've talked about wealth, wealth being what you create in terms of knowledge, skills, capabilities, products, vision, you're going to create things that have a much higher return on attention. This is the idea. Is, is that to get the massive transformation on attention, you have less on your mind. You you close a lot of the tabs, you lose the 80%, so you no longer have to think about it anymore, and you go deep on the 20%. So that is the end of this episode. Love you. Hope you enjoyed it. My invitation for you is to remove the cognitive load of the 80% and to go deep on the 20% so that you get a 10 times greater return on attention and so that you're focused on the deep. In the next few episodes, I'm going to talk about designing your life for flow and even designing your schedule for 10x deep work. Uh, a big difference between what Paul Graham would call a maker versus a manager schedule. We go very deep into that in chapter five of this book. So I'll see you on the next episode. Talk to you later.